Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Uh, it is Silver and Black. We talk about it every day at 7 o'clock. The Spurs uh, are one game away from glory, Rudy. What, what do you mean? Is it, what, would 16 be the longest in their club's history? 16 would be the longest losing streak in uh, the uh, Spurs' long and Now, what year past. was that? Uh, that would have been uh, the year before David Robinson. That would be the year that we were chasing David Robinson. It's the uh, eighth instance of a team uh, with multiple 15-game losing streaks in a single calendar year. Mm. They are now three and 17, tied for the worst start through 20 games in franchise history. Jeez. They've started. They, uh, they let's see. Uh, Sohan got benched last night. We're going to talk about that. Okay. He brought the ball up on seven possessions on Wednesday, his fewest in a game this season, and uh, just about his lowest output in his uh, short professional career. And that is a significant change, Rudy. That's what. No. Keep in mind, we got four days of practice. Mm-hmm. After the four days, Sohan did not start, and he did not finish. No, he didn't finish. Seti Oshman um, was in the starting lineup, played 32 minutes. And Vassell, who, you know, we were praising him as far as, you know, possibly becoming a six-man, he he went back into the starting lineup. And I remember when we asked Matthew Tynan about Vassell coming off the bench, he always told us that he felt like that was them trying to ingratiate him back into the lineup after coming off of an injury. But Wimby... He was talked about a lot about um, those four days of practice. It was all about defense. You could tell. Spurs uh, loaded up and held them short. Listen to Wimby talk about these practices and what they applied last night. Um, it's always, you know, it's always, it's, it's always been the focus, the main focus, I'd say, the coaches. And uh, but we're we're getting it together a little bit, you know. Um, but I still feel like there's always one of us that screws up at some point, which. Uh, you know, which gives the the opponents uh, opportunities, but it's and when we're when all the five players in the court are connected, it's it's good. For those of you who watched the game, at one point the game was tied seventy nine all in the going into the fourth, right? And uh, Spurs give up eight consecutive points. The game is all but lost by that point. But up until that point, one of the things that we did want to see at least was a, a renewed attitude about defense, and that did show. Now, Minnesota's a grinded-out team, too. They're just about the best defensive team in the league. They hold teams under 100 points. And Rudy Gobert, the mentor to Ooh. to uh, Wimby, had himself a game last night. He brought it after kind of being embarrassed by his young Well, see, this is what happened. That he, they went, there was a viral video video of Wimby, you know, really destroying Gobert. This is years ago. Now, I don't know if Gobert was taking it easy on the kid because he was a kid, but that's the only thing that we've seen of them. And then, of course, the first game they played, Rob, in the uh, in-season tournament, 
a few weeks ago in San Antonio, Wimby really got off. And you could tell last night Gobert was like, all right, kid, I'm going to give you the business. Had 16 points, but the thing about Gobert's performance last night was he had 20 rebounds. 20 rebounds last night for Gobert. So, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't going to let the little kid get off. Not the little kid. The young man, should I say, uh, have his way with them once again. Carl Anthony Towns had a double-double. Anthony Edwards, he's not his normal self, only 17 points. But, again, 102, because I resigned that this season is over, I'm just looking for small victories. And holding a team at home to 102, considering they give up about a buck 20 every night, I'll take that as I'll search for small victories within each loss. That's the small victory within the loss. And I'll take the fact that Pop switched up the lineup because, again, you know, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results is the definition of insanity. When a certain lineup has lost 14 in a row, it's only right you change it up. And clearly it worked to a certain extent because it was a tie game going into the fourth and you held this team to 102 at home. So they held let's them to- keep trying to change things up until you find a way to, you know, get a W. 41% from the floor, that's what Minnesota shot. Uh, 30% from three, which I would say the Spurs are responsible take that. for a bit of that. I'll but take that. They were responsible for a little of that. There was a shot, lot of yeah. open jumpers that Minnesota missed last oh. night that I think they're more accustomed. The Spurs uh, shot 37% from the floor, and uh, it looked it. It was a, it was a brick-laying game. Well, they and, shot 22% from three. Which Eight is, for 36 from three, and uh, – it's a day that ends in Y, and Zach Collins still can't hit the side of a barn, right? But, you know, I've been mad at him. But at some point, somebody's going to have to shoot. <laughs> so you, I've been mad at him. 24 seconds in the clock, at some point, we got to shoot. Well, he I'm, went 0 for 6 from 3 last he, night. He shot 20 times last night. He was 6 of 20. Do you want Zach Collins leading this team in shots? I've been mad at him, but watching him last night, he took the appropriate shots. He has to take the ones that okay. he took. I don't think he forced okay. anything. Okay. But when you're when you see Wimby getting doubled down and you're popped out to the open three, one of the problems of a young basketball team is you 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 tend to take what they give you instead of going get and getting what you want. Mm. And we take what teams give us. Now the good news is there's a lot of open shots. We just we can't we have we the Spurs have been unable to capitalize on defenses that just kind of rely on finding Devin Vassell protecting the rim against Keldon and closing out on Chetty and McDermott. That's the book on us. Uh, and if Wimby gets it in the paint, you can body him out. He will pass out if he's had an opportunity to dribble. It's easy to, to defend the Spurs. The good news is last night they played some defense. There was effort there. They did close out on, on shooters. They did everything appropriate for three quarters. But in the end, leadership, guidance, point guard protection was gone. They didn't have Soan. He sat down. Um, but they lost him, so we can't blame Jeremy anymore. I, if, I, if I'm Jeremy, that's I, I, what I'd be saying because we've been killing Jeremy for about a month. Uh, he should be in the starting lineup. He's not a point guard. Well, okay, well, he took me out the starting lineup. I'm not the point guard. So now who are we going to blame? Uh, I'm still going to blame him. Uh, <laughs> without him, we managed to hold the best team in the West to 102 points. Without him, we held them – to well, he still played. Well, what I'm saying is without him as saying. a starter, how many minutes did he get? 22. Which probably was a more appropriate number. This is not going to be a long-term thing. He's going to continue. to. He'll get himself back in the lineup. But I think after a couple of days of practice, I think even Pop was ready to say, we know what we've got. Let's try something different and maybe surprise Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Vassell had another good game, Rob. I know you talked about it. You know, There was a point where he scored 11 straight. 
and because you don't have that floor general to recognize, let's ride the hot hand, they go away from them, and things kind of come off the rails. Uh, yeah, as soon as uh, we had a change in, in point, and it wasn't, I don't believe it was actually Sohan running the point at the time. I think it was a little bit more of Trey, but Sohan was out there. They lost Devin. They lost him in the lineup. And Now, certainly Minnesota is a very good defensive team and did everything they could to take him out, but that continues to be the problem. Pop was pretty low-key about it. I mean, we we... If we are being realistic and we are kind of addressing what we thought was going to be, that this is a, a tank kind of a year and it's a, it's a draft pick kind of a year and it's about improvement, we did see after several days of practice the Spurs finally play defense. I mean, we're talking about a defense that has been biblically bad, 125 points a night bad, give it up 50 points. How many different times this year to different players? I mean, it has been right. as bad as it's ever been, and that at the very least was addressed. This was Pop talking about it last night. I think they did well. That's the best team in the West, and uh, we gave them a good run. If you shoot eight for 37 from three, you're going to have a tough night, and a whole lot of things better be perfect after that. Can't make many mistakes. And, uh, you know, we're making mistakes, but uh, I thought their competitiveness was great. Uh, Execution was getting better all the time. Uh, but there's still too many mistakes, not enough habits, uh, and we just keep working at that. That's going to be the measure of who we are, how we work through this, and continue to try to uh, alleviate mistakes. Because if we're not making shots, as I said, we better be doing a lot of other good things. The Greg Popovich uh, post game after the Spurs go down I, to the T Wolves. I'll game. take 11 turnovers. Only 11? I'm used to seeing 20. No, you're right. A, no, they only had 11 turnovers. That's another small victory. Again, this is this is going to be a tough season. Again, if they don't get a win on Friday, Rob, I don't know when they win again. So they, they're welcoming the Chicago Bulls who aren't very good themselves. But if they don't win on Friday, I'm not sure when they get a victory. So with that being said, we're just looking for small victories within the, within the losses. And 11 turnovers is another one. Again, going into the fourth quarter against the best team in the West Tide, you held them to 102. You only turned the ball over 11 times. You just can't shoot 22%. But as Pop said, if we're going to shoot 22% from the field, well, from three, then we have to do everything else perfect, and they didn't. There's a certain amount of uh, resolve mm-hmm. that Pop seems to have lost. What do you mean? I mean? Listening to him, it just sounds like a guy who's been, you know, we had a game last night we kind of lost. Um, I I think he understands that this isn't the team that's going to be the team going forward. And when I say going forward, I mean years from now. I I completely agree. Because, I, I mean, I hear y'all when we say, well, man, where's that guy that, you know, we all grew to love that would jump people's stuff? You can't jump a guy's stuff if you know, if he's not, like, you can jump Manu because you know, like, hey, you're, you're going to be a Hall of Famer one day. You're better than that. Like, what am I jumping a guy for if he's at his ceiling? You know, you know, if you're not that dude, you're not that. I can't make you better. You know, what I mean, I can make you. You know, there's some things I could teach you, but if you're just not that guy, why would I spend time cussing you out? Well, is Keldon Johnson that guy? Let's be realistic about some of these, some of the guys. A guy that we like, and last night was not a bad game. No, hell no. He had 21 points. He had 10 rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block. 32 minutes, 8 for 15. He probably had the best game yeah, outside of a cell. He did. And it it's the way that he gets his points 
are um it's not a flow thing with him it it is a give it to Kelda because he deserves he needs it and let him dribble to the rim and get fouled or hit, hit a shot this and, is what I'll say about him Rob to answer your question uh, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say about him he's he can go he he, he I mean he can play Vassell can play I don't have a problem with them. I don't think they're bad guys. But what I'm saying is everybody on this team outside of Wimby can be traded. Yes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I like them a lot. But if the right deal came along, there's nobody outside of Wimby that I would say, no, you can't have them. Depending on who the veteran is that we're talking about bringing in. That's what I'll say. That's the nicest way I could answer that question. What do we feel about Kelvin Johnson? What do we feel about Osman, Vassell, whoever? Love them. Love him a lot. Like him. Vassell's my favorite player. But if the right deal came along, he can go as well. Last night, the starting lineup was shuffled. Uh, Johan, uh, Jeremy Sohan came, on, came off the bench. Chetty Osmond started and played a much more appropriate. He didn't get many looks, though. No, but that's but- – Is that Does that serve him well, considering, like, you want him to provide some type of power, you know, some type of scoring power – and with the starting lineup, when you got Vassell, you got Kelder, you got Wimby, and you got Zach taking 20, Jetty's not going to give him any looks. So I don't know if that serves him well. It, it, it doesn't. But because he's out there. Maybe he's a better defender. Well, he, he's a rougher guy. But I think because he's out there, he does provide. If Zach can hit just a Five couple. Five more, Zach. Just a couple. I mean, <laughs> Damn. The fact of the matter is, Chetty doesn't get it because they're doubling him. They're they're falling off everybody that's guarding Zach Collins. Whoever has Zach, as soon as the offense is through and he gets the ball, they're letting him, if he's 15 feet out, take the shot. They're right. going to double to somebody else. And I think that Chetty was suffered from that because uh, they were doubling down on him to let Zach continue to do it, to, to take those weak side big Look. man shots that just aren't falling. But I'm not mad at him. I think he has to continue uh, to take those shots. Uh, the last couple of days, I felt like, man, oh, man, you're stalling the offense. That's the plan. They're giving that to him, and until he starts to make it, it's going to continue. This is what I'm not mad at Zach. I'm mad at Wimby, and I'm mad at Vassell. Because at some point, I say, hey, <laughs> chill out. Pass me the damn ball, Zach Collins. What do you, I don't ever want to see a box score where Zach Collins has taken 20 shots and Wimby's taken 13. I don't want to see that box score. I don't want to see that game. I don't want to see that box score under no circ again. And this this will come with time. He's nineteen. You don't when you first get to a team. The last thing you want to do is come in and acting like you you're you know the big man on campus. Two years from now, this won't happen. I just have to resort to the fact that it's going to take time for Wimby to understand the game, get bigger, get stronger, and become the leader that they tanked for. And I, that's not supposed to happen overnight. And, again, I drank the Kool-Aid, Rob, and I shouldn't have, but it takes time for a 19-year-old before he grabs the bull by the horns. I mean, even with LeBron, I think he was, like, playing with, like, Ricky Davis. He was deferring to Ricky Davis. When Steph Curry got to Golden State, he was refer- deferring to Monte Ellis. And they eventually got rid of those guys so that their youngster could take the bull by the horns. This is going to take it's going to take a little bit for Wimby to fall into that role because, again, once Zach got to six for 17, I'm about to say, bro, let's move the ball around the horn. I don't uh, need you taking 20 shots ever in your life. 
and a, a little bit of that is you just brought it up is the maturation process. It takes time. You have to be a present basketball player. You can't fade into the side. No. And, and you you watch him fade, and you watch him you know get the ball, and he feels like, well, I haven't taken a shot in a while. I think I'll take a shot, kind of thing. One of the things that when you watch him get aggressive, it is a it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. Offensively, defensively, he does things that I have not even without trying too hard. There was a a in the fourth quarter, Minnesota had gotten big. Right. Nas Reed was in along with Gobert, mm-hmm. and Nas came off of a, a a cross pick to grab a rebound and went up to take a shot, and he didn't know Wimby had come down. To the oh yeah. <laughs> so Nas, who is seven feet tall, turned around to take a shot, and Wimby surprised him. I have never seen an NBA player shoot the ball over the backboard. He literally tried to oh, get man. it over him, and it went over the backboard. And it was very quickly followed up by a block off the glass that Wimby came and got. He does some things that literally frighten and- NBA players. It was weird. You know, when I think back to when they like, think back, Rob, when the season first started and they were playing Houston and they're playing Phoenix, and remember how he would attack the fourth quarter. I don't know where that where that changed. Is there a, is it a confidence thing? Because remember those first four games, we're like, if nothing else, the kid understands the moment and he understands the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. He's supposed to come out aggressive. He was doing that when we first started the season. It's kind of film followed him, man. Film followed him. Okay, they're not letting him attack. Got you. They're letting Got Zach you. attack. <laughs> well, it's- I mean, it, the proof is in the. They are they're, they they. And it's not that difficult to take Wimby out of the game. It really isn't. But Explain that to the listener. I mean, he doesn't necessarily want to be the game. He wants to be in the flow, and he, he's as happy Very dropping true. a dime as he Very is making true. a shot. And in the fourth quarter, what we saw earlier in the season, when, quite frankly, they didn't know each other, he just took the ball and did stuff. You know what I mean? He, he, in the fourth quarter, they gave Victor the ball, and you, we're thinking of the Phoenix game in particular. We right. had that. He just got the ball and did Wimby things. Um, he's no longer allowed to do that. There's film following him, and there's evidently a process that we're involved with, with Pop beginning this offense because it is so obvious that they have not even begun to tap what he's capable of offensively. Everything he does, for the most part, is off of a missed shot, a a, a a first pass, it's never three passes. Wimby on the block, and that it just doesn't happen yet. And we know he's capable of it. Still, I, we had one alley oop attempt last night, just one. Explain to me how you have a guy like Wimby, the most mobile big man to set foot on a basketball court, if not ever, at least in the last twenty years, and we are only capable of sending him one lob. I think they've been told we're not just about to throw lobs at the rim for him. I think that's I think that's a coaching thing. And then the other thing that I have to wrap my my, my mind around Rob is that they're going to handle him with gloves. They're not going to wear him down. As Anthony L on YouTube says, please subscribe to YouTube, like the page, like the show. Pop brings him in too late in the fourth. Well, that's a Wimby winded thing. Like again, I don't know what happens in the air up there when you're seven four, but they get they they're more winded than a normal size person. But then also, they're not going to put a whole bunch of – they're treating him like, you know, when you lease a car and you only get 12,000 miles a year, Wimby's at least car. They're not got to put a bunch of miles on him early on, especially when you know you're going to lose. If you know you're going to lose, why would I play him 40 minutes just to get beat by 30? Got to keep him fresh, as fresh as possible, so by the time he's 25, he's not worn down. Don't discount the fact that the best game the Spurs have played in a month was pretty much Wimby's worst game as a pro. 
last night. Last night was Wimby. Wimby was, you know, he was taken to the woodshed from Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert locked him down. He was not going to let him do to him what he had done. And he was giving him the business on the other side, too. So they had, uh, yeah, it was defensive strength from Gobert. Uh, I have a question for you as far as Wimby's wind. Would you prefer to keep him out on the court and say, you know, become that vet like LeBron who understands when you press, when you back up, when you can rest, that's, when yeah, you can yeah, play? Yeah, 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 that's tough to call. Or would you want Wimby, give me eight minutes of 100% effort and raise your fist and I'll rest you? Because he he's on the court and he is a non-entity. There's sometimes he's either tired or they're using him as a I'm going to throw him in the fire. And decoil? Like, I'd rather do the first part. As far as playing, like, feel. like, hey, you got to kind of learn. You got to find pockets. Like, a perfect example, LeBron's 39. He played the full 12-minute fourth quarter against the Suns the other day. Why? Because he finds different pockets within the game, within the quarter, to catch your second win. You know what I mean? So that's – then that and that, again – He's not going to learn that right now. We're 20 games in. That's going to take time. But you got to learn to pace yourself. But So since he doesn't know how, Rob, Pop does it for him. He does. It, it, there are times you can tell he's coasting. You can t- there are yeah. times when you can tell, like, I'm, I'm going to run three-quarter court. I'm going to watch the play yeah. on defense and maybe leak out for an easy play because he is obviously trying to calibrate his win. Spurs lose 15 consecutive. There's no reason to stop now because the record is right in front of us. Chicago could offer us 16 consecutive losses, the most in franchise I'm history. I'm calling it. They're getting a win tomorrow night. I'm calling it. They're going to be. They're going to beat Chicago. They're going to beat Chicago. Keep in mind, the Spurs had an opportunity a couple years ago to go undefeated at home and chose not to, and ended up not winning the ring. And now they even have that to brag about. If you're going to do it, do it well. If you're going to lose 15, lose 16. Put yourself in the book. Earn it. Put yourself in the media guide. Don't do that. I was part of the longest losing streak the Spurs have (laughs) ever had. The year after, we had a couple of the other longest losing streaks we have ever had. And the downside to the losing streak that we haven't discussed is now every team is coming in. Like normally when you play a team that stinks, every now and then you could catch them off. You could catch a good team off guard. But when you're on a losing streak like this, now the teams are coming in and their leaders are saying they are not breaking their streak against us. We're not going to be the team that breaks their losing streak. <laughs> so now, normally when you get the guys come in like, man, I'm tired. I had a long day. Kid was up last night. My wife was arguing with me. We went out. We had some margaritas. You don't get that now because now you can't be the team to lose to the team that's lost 15 in a row. So now you're getting team's best attention. You're getting team's best efforts. Because they're like, no, y'all ain't getting y'all's first win against us. So now you're up against that as well. But I think they can break it tomorrow. I think they beat Chicago. The uh, Spurs started quick last night, and that did, in fact, matter. They were only down by three at the end of the first quarter and had a lead going into the halftime. We wonder if they can maintain that. The early Good point. stumbles have been a problem, and I do think that's one of the reasons Sohan set. The news of the day, Spurs lose. More importantly, Sohan was not your starting point guard. Is that going to be a trend? We'll continue talking about it as we're your home for the Silver and Black podcast. Make sure you're with us every day. Like and listen and make sure you're subscribing on a regular basis.